Hello, hello, business bestie. Welcome to another episode of the No Fluff, bingeable, most conversational business podcast out there, where we have raw and real and genuine conversations sharing tactical business growth advice, entrepreneurship lifestyle tips, mindset blocks, and so much more. If you're new here, I just want to take a second to welcome you and say that I'm so happy that you're here. I'm your host, Madison Page, and I am a business growth specialist helping you learn how to stand out and sell out on social media by building a ride or die obsessed online community around your brand. But here we're learning in a fun, conversational, warm and fuzzy kind of way, kind of like drinking coffee with a biz bestie. We put out new episodes every Tuesday and Friday, so make sure that you are following along so you never miss an episode. We have so much fun on this side of the internet. If you're not new here, welcome back, girlfriend. So happy that you are here. If you have not already scrolled up to the top and please give us a quick five-star review, it truly helps me so much and helps this podcast reach other people and other business owners and just help more people around the globe, which just makes me so happy. So... This podcast episode is kind of one that just always floats around in my head and I've never actually recorded it just because I don't want it to come across as like me shaming somebody for the content that they're putting out there. Um, But truly this style of content that we're going to talk about today is what holds so many business owners back and And really, it's no fault of your own. And I just want to say that if you're like listening to this whole episode, when you get to the end, you're like, Maddie, I literally post everything that you just said. Um, It's okay. I want to put that out there first. It is okay. You just don't know. These things worked in 2019, 2020, maybe 2021. But we've had a lot of things change in the last three to four years. And truly... How people buy has changed as well. The scope on social media has changed. And I did this business through the entire pandemic, through some of the last four years, and I've really seen a huge change in how people are buying, especially women. So if you are somebody that has a business that that sells primarily to women, this is going to be a good episode for you. Buyers are smart. Like, we've gotten so smart with our not with our money you know we're still spending like hotcakes but it we're smarter with who we're buying from we see through the fakeness we see through the little things like honestly we just want more we have some really awesome stuff at our fingertips all day long it's so easy to get replaced so A lot of people, my most listened to episodes are when I'm talking about standing out because so many people feel like they're blending in. And honestly, if you feel like you're blending in and you feel slightly triggered by this episode of like, Maddie, I literally do all of these styles of content. I just want to say to you, your content is probably why. And I mean, to get you to consistent sales and to scale your sales, these are things that we want to move away from. My clients that are making $100,000, my clients that are making $10,000, my clients that are making $400,000 in their business a year, we all are moving away from these things. And it's because it's just not working. And I want to say that it doesn't mean that you can't post any of these things. It's more so the extreme of making this style of content the only content that you're posting. 
And I see it really often that people are literally posting, they pick one style of content, they've seen it work for that girl that they are just, you know, obsessed with their business and they wish that their business could be just like theirs and they just copy the content they're putting out there, but it's just not working for them. And it's because that person probably started in 2019, 2020, starting that style of content. Even people that blew up on Instagram Reels in whatever year that came out, 2020 maybe, and even people that blew up on Instagram Reels in 2020, like the style of content that was working then doesn't work anymore. Did you notice that like the dancing and pointing videos have stopped? It's because that content doesn't work and so it's not going out to more people anymore. And so the content that we're doing and that we're posting has changed in order to build your business. Now, today we're talking about getting you to consistent sales a little bit, but all styles of business, all eras of business, all scaling, starting, whatever that may be, this style of content I want you to take with a grain of salt. Um, I want you to look at it and be like, okay, like maybe, maybe let's pick something else. Maybe let's think a little bit deeper. And so instead of the content that I'm about to say to you, I want you to, to look deeper into, this is why I talk so heavily about your foundations in your business, because we need you need to know your ideal customer, you need to know your branding in order to start really creating and your differentiator, your benefits of your product that's different from everybody else in order to really create solid content because if you don't have an ideal customer, if you don't have a brand identity, if you don't have a differentiator factor, if you don't have a benefit, a main benefit statement, a positioning within the industry, which are all things that we dive into inside my program, Product to Profit. It's PTP. It's a three-month-long business growth program to get you to consistent, natural, dreamy sales by building that online community. Those are the first things that we focus on. We, I ask you literally day one, what is your differentiator? What, who is your ideal customer? And what do you feel like your brand identity is? And if it's not strong enough, we will literally first call of the three months together. We develop that because we can't move forward with getting you to consistent sales without it. And a lot of times I see people that are posting the style of content that I'm posting don't often have those things, which is why their content is suffering, which is why we need to build on everything that we're doing. We need the foundations of our business so our marketing can flourish, so it can stand out, so it can speak to different people. So I'm going to kind of rattle off a list of content to you. And when I was writing this list down, I was writing and then I like kind of mind blocked. I was like, what other things? And then all of a sudden I was like furiously writing. I had so many written down. So I just want to say, again, don't get discouraged if this is you. It just means that you're doing outdated strategies that we just have to update to what's working right now. We need to make changes. This style of content did work. So you're not doing anything per se that's wrong or it can't work. It did work and it is working for some people still. But what's working for some people is not going to work for everybody and we're going for the like literally the easiest road to consistent sales. It's building community. It's getting people obsessed with your brand and posting some variety into your content. Those are the three main elements of everything that we do. Having a strong brand identity, having content that has variety and building a community around that brand of people that love it. And you can't build a community with this content that we're about to talk about. So if you've been listening to my podcast forever and you're like, Maddie, this is, um, I'm ready to build a community. I feel so connected to you. I feel so aligned to you. 
Um, this is everything that we talk about of how to get over that hump, how to start standing out. So let's dive on in to this style of content that is outdated and most likely making you blend into everybody else on social because business owners a lot of times are a couple of steps behind, especially smaller business owners. Is there a couple of steps behind what's actually working? And that's because we're you're, there's so much going on that you can't adapt to the times. And these are things that need to be adapted. So first things first, um, running a giveaway to grow your business. Now giveaways aren't all bad. They aren't all bad. I have clients that still run them, but we need to put a little twist on them. It can't just be like, and we can't think that a giveaway is what is going to grow our community, is what is going to grow our following. Because a giveaway, yes, of course, it's wonderful to have a giveaway. It's great to give back to your community, maybe once, maybe twice a year, but using that as your growth process in your business a giveaway on Instagram, a giveaway on, on Facebook isn't going to do too much for you. It's a great add-on to some other strategies, but giveaways are not are not where it's at. They used to be so huge. In 2018, 2019, you could blow up on Instagram from a giveaway. It's just not the case anymore. And so, it, like I said, once or twice a year, give back to your community. I love making it a nomination. So instead of just being like, tag three friends and follow, make sure you're following us, I like for people to have to nominate somebody to win the giveaway because then they're nominating somebody that they know would really love it. It helps you grow your community and it's a little bit warmer and fuzzier. You already know that I'm all about the warm and fuzzies around here. Um, and I think that's a really great way to do it. The, probably the biggest one, and I believe I talked about this in the last episode, is the small business behind the scenes. Like if you, if your whole content right now is all about making and packing and shipping and where you're sourcing your supplies from and like come with me to watch my process of making what I make and doing and packaging in order and that content is so old. Showing the process of you making something, showing the behind the scenes, like packaging orders. Again, I want to reiterate, it's okay to put that content out there every once in a while, but it can't be your entire feed. If you look at your feed right now and look at your last like six to nine posts, if more than three of them are small business behind the scenes, honestly, if more than two of them, you, I will give you one to two of these style of content within nine days. But why this is so bad, first things first, is it attracts the wrong audience. I've seen it dozens of times in my programs of people that use a lot of this small business behind the scenes content. And it actually just attracts an audience that is either making the same thing or other small business owners, or they just like to watch you do your like satisfying thing um, of making your product that style of content is attracting the wrong audience. It's not attracting people because they love your business, because they love what you stand for, because they love the message behind what your entire business is all about. They're following you for your tips and tricks of running a business. Those people can probably just make what you are making or what your business is. Um, so we're not looking for the behind the scenes of the business. Unless you have like an invention, something kind of innovative, that behind the scenes of business is not necessary and it's not going to get people tapped into your business. It's fun to do that on your story every once in a while. It's fun to pop that in there. Like, come with me a day in my life. Like, here's me making. Just like reminding people that your stuff is handmade. But, and that you are making it. You are the face. Like, don't don't get me wrong. I want people to know that you 
are a small business, that you are who you are, that it is you making the things, but I don't want all of your content to be that small business behind the scenes. It is just surface level at this point. Like posting about small business behind the scenes is when you meet somebody and you're like 25 minutes into a conversation and it gets dull and you're like, uh, and so you ask them like, what do you do for a living? You're like, where are you from? Small business behind the scenes content is the worst small talk that you can think of. Okay. That's what I'm, and I know it's the easiest content to create. Like, I know that's what you're thinking. You're like, Maddie, how am I supposed to make time to create content? Because that content is the easiest to create for me. It just allows me to actually create. I want you to take one month or one day out of the month one day out of the month or one day out of two weeks and actually create other styles of content, studio style content, lifestyle of content of like how to actually use your product instead of just showing the behind the scenes. The next one is literally posting the exact same photo with a different product in it over and over and over and over and over again. If I look at your feed right now and I see the same photo with the same backdrop in just another day that's out there, like girlfriend, we need to make some adjustments. It is so boring. Your audience is so numb to that same photo and they're honestly not even looking at it anymore. Again, this used to work and I wish, honestly, I'm right there with you. Like I wish this stuff still worked because it's when building a small business was easy and it's not that it's not easy right now. It's, it's simple but it's not easy ever. Like, of course, there's always there's always strategy and there's a lot of work behind it. But it literally used to be you can post a bunch of pictures of your business on Instagram and people would people would buy or you would grow. It's not that way anymore. You need variety in your content. It can't just be, let me just hold this cup that I'm making in the exact same spot outside of my grass. It can't just be, let me just like throw my shirt on the floor on my favorite rug and use that as my backdrop. It can't just be like, let me put my earrings on a countertop and have every single photo be that picture. What, where is the interest in that? Where is the intrigue? remembering people buy for certain reasons people need to they need to be aware of you they need to be interested in you they need to desire what you have and they need to take action where's the desire where's the sexiness where's the marketing behind the exact same photo over and over again once somebody sees something four times they're numb to it once somebody sees something four times so if your content is the same thing over and over and over again You're literally just making people numb to your content and it's not going to stand out. Of course, you might get some sales here and there. And that's what I want to say is some people are like just waiting for that one thing, but you are only selling to the people that are hot and ready to buy and they already know that they need your product. You need to make your audience need your product by looking at it. Like you need to actualize that need for them. How are we doing? I hope that I'm not like crushing your dreams and, and goals of being like Maddie, that those first three are literally everything that's on my feed. I'm here for you. It is, it's, I'm not here to make you feel like you are failing at life, okay? I'm here to empower you that there is better out there. And this should honestly be refreshing for you. My, my, it might be a little bit like, oh shoot, Maddie, but I want it to be refreshing for you because it means that there is change to what you're doing. 
you can change the results that you're getting, the frustration that you're seeing. You're like, why isn't this working? It's probably because of your content. If it, if you are resonating with what I'm saying, the next thing is kind of similar to the last one is having all flat lays. And that is just like folding up your shirts and like putting them on the ground and taking pictures or like putting them on your countertop and taking pictures from overhead. If everything that you have is flat lays and it's all the same design, it's all on the same background and you have nothing like of your product actually in use, of your product actually on a person or in somebody's ears if it's earrings or candles that are lit or the skincare that's out there or your cups like making a coffee inside of it. If you just all have like flat lays or another one that's on my list that I can kind of lay into this is if you have products that are in packaging, you're selling teas, you're selling skincare, you're selling candles. And again, it's just like, let me just prop my packaging up on a space here and you can't see if you're selling whatever, supplements, if you're selling anything out there and you just have the packaging out there, you're never showing it in use, you're not showing the texture, you're not showing what it's like, you're not creating an aesthetic around the brand, that is a problem. It's outdated and I've seen it. It's not even outdated. I don't even know if that content really ever worked is like just plopping your packaging out there. Um, but we need more than flat lays. And what you're hearing me say really over and over again is if your content is all this. So honestly, if you take all of these ideas and at least the very minimum, mix them up a little bit, like using all of these ideas, it's going to help just because if you're posting all of the same thing or very similar or like the same three styles of content, your audience is going to get bored. Your audience is going to get so bored of it. And so that is what we're looking for is that variety in there, the richness, the actual implication of how to use your product. Next thing is only like flyers, your pictures of your market booth, pictures of inside your store. If you have a boutique, you're only taking pictures of your stuff like on the booth or in, in the like, you know, display at your store. You can't expect people to want to come and buy from your store if you're just like taking pictures of your store, unless you have like a super experiential, beautiful boutique or something. You need deeper than just like, here, let me line up all my product on a table and take a picture of it and post it out there. It's okay to share your market photos if you're going to like in-person markets, whatever. It's okay to share that, but I don't want it to be the focal point of your content because if people aren't local, it's not building you online sales. And I'm going to do a content or I'm going to do a podcast episode, I mean, about the difference between like if you can make in-person sales, but you can't make online sales, let me know if that's something that you want. It's on my list to make because I think that's a really big problem for some, for a lot of you. So if you're like, Maddie, I'm in person. People love me at markets, but they honestly never buy from me online. And I don't understand why we can't just have this content online be makers. Like here is my market booth. Here's a flat lay. Here's like what it's like to make my products, they're going to come to your profile and be like, Ugh, I don't like, there's nothing here for me. They're just talking about them where as opposed to your marketing should be about the person you're selling to. It should be about how we can make that person feel, not what you want to share. Next is, and we're, we're wrapping things up here. So if you're like, Maddie, this is getting a little doom and gloomy. You're about to like close out of the episode because I'm calling you out a little bit. I'm, I'm not, I'm not sorry because I, I want you to know so you can make a change and so you can see better results. But 
we're almost done. We got two left. And then I have a strategy for your bio that I want to talk about. Um, I, the last one is like poorly lit quality at your maker station. I see this all the time where people are like sewing baby clothing. They're pouring their candles. And that content is fun every once in a while. But it has to still be high quality. Like I want you to like when I say take a day out of the month. Like I want you to like set up scenes. I want you to like get some fun studio stuff and like take pictures, take product photography. Don't just be like, this is my small business and I want everybody to think of me as a small business. Around here, it's okay if you want to stay a small business, but around here, I'm talking to the brands. Like I'm talking to my girlies that want to have this be their full-time job, that are going all in. They want their business to be a brand. Like they want their business to be a name that people know, a name that people love, and to go like all in on it. Think big, be in retail stores or have those huge sales months. Like that's who I'm talking to here. If you want to like sell some small stuff and like make a little bit of passive or like a little bit of side income, have a little side hustle. I'm all for that. And I like, I commend you just for that grind. But this style of content is not going to build a brand. Like we're not building like really big impact here if we're not doing these things. Okay. I guess, or rather if we are doing these things. And last but not least is I, and honestly, we're ending on one that is like so outdated that I hope people are like, oh Maddie, I haven't been doing that for a long time, but strictly just like graphics from Google. If you're, if you go on Google and search like happy Thanksgiving image or like happy Mother's Day image, uh, like don't post that image or like memes or quotes, like you can post quotes, but I want you to put your own flair on it. Like I want you, I want it to fit your vibe. I want people to see it and be like, ooh, like that's a little sexy. Like you can create your own graphics, but don't just like copy and paste graphics and don't just make your whole feed be market booth. Like here's my market, um, market season flyers and things like that. So as you can see here, a lot of what I'm saying, and then we're going to dive into one last bio strategy that's outdated that I, we need to address because it goes along with it. And I just, while we're here, I might as well, might as well touch on that too. Um, but as you could see here, a lot of the style of content that I'm talking about is behind the scenes. It's all the easy stuff. It's all like poor quality, toss it here, get the job done. It's not putting like love and care into the content that you're doing. And I want to say your small business behind the scenes content might be absolutely beautiful. You might be making incredibly beautiful behind the scenes process content. Like if you're here, you're listening to this, you probably have a little bit of a brand identity. You probably have, you, you know what your product is. Your product is awesome. You have a foundation of your business, at least a little bit. And so you might have content that's beautiful and high quality at this, but it's not that you need to take different photos all the time. It's actually a shift in messaging. It's a shift in like, here's my behind the scenes process to being like three ways that you can use my, my product that I'm doing here. Like shifting the messaging in the content that you're creating. I'm all about documenting, but I'm not all about like, here, come behind the scenes with me to make this order. And some of that does really well on TikTok, but it's not helping you stand out on Instagram at all. And it's so saturated that you, if you are feeling like you're blending in, it's probably because you're posting content that is outdated. There's new strategies. My clients are feeling like content is more fun than ever. 
before. They're feeling so clear on what to post and they're standing the heck out. People find them and they're like, how did I not know about you sooner? Like, why did it take this long to have you in my life? And it's because their content is magnetic. Their content naturally calls people in. It has variety. It's different than what the average person is doing. But at the end of the day, it's strategic and it's psychology backed. It is, they have a strategic plan to, to sell to proper people within their audience. They have content that they know is getting to the right people. I have clients, every time they post a reel, they get immediate sales. They get sales within the next two to three hours after they post that reel because that reel is calling in new people. That reel is reminding people to buy. It's not just like, hey, I'm a small business and I need to show up. I hate creating content, but I'm putting this out there. They're creating content with intention and strategy that really makes people find it, see it, and be like, okay, I love this. I'm ordering ASAP. And that is what it is to have variety, to have strategy, to have plan in your content. And for people to know, like people to find you and just love you. It's the first step of building, maybe not a first step, but it is a step in building a ride or die community. First steps are ideal customer differentiator, but like benefit statement, you know, all of those things, brand identity, those things have to happen as well. But this style and those things make creating content way more fun because then you know what's setting you apart so you can talk about it more. You know who you're speaking to so you can talk more directly to the problems that they're seeing. It all You also know the content that you can post that is specific to your ideal customer, your differentiator, you have a brand identity so it allows you to create some richness and just like add some aesthetics to your post or to your feed and it really helps. And so last thing that I wanna say in here, a last strategy, that is outdated, and I know that you might be doing this right now, is having your Instagram bio, your Facebook description, whatever it be, be all about the features of your product. Or honestly, just like listing products in general. If you're like graphic tees and like custom cups and whatever you're, like all natural candles, that should not be in your bio. What should be in your bio is more of the benefit and the feeling behind your product. This is why you need a benefit statement. That's what's in your bio. If your if your bio right now is like handmade, mama owned, in New York, whatever, upstate New York, like, okay, that's great, but that's your prime real estate. Are, is that really calling people in? We're selfish. We When we're reading and we find a business, we're immediately trying to see, is this something I want? But when you make it all about you and you make it all about the product and the features that they have, sustainable, organic, handmade, those things are not things that are, are unique anymore. So how to be unique is make somebody feel, make, make that emotion strong. And honestly, three to four years ago, in like emotion was strong in marketing, but that need for emotion, that need for feeling, that need for like a little bit deeper in your marketing has just gotten so much stronger, especially with female buyers. In buyer psychology, we are looking for deep and rich and lifestyle content. That's what we're looking for. So if you are talking all about your product, the location that you live, like that like that it's handmade, that it's owned by moms, whatever, that is just making people like glaze over and immediately go away. Like they like click on your profile and they're like, okay, just another small business out there. But if they clicked on your profile and it was like, whatever, speaking on 
adding a little cozy to your evening routine. Immediately people are like, ooh, let me think a little bit deeper there. And like, let me look like, what do you mean? I love cozy more evenings. I love that. I want more of that. What are we shopping for today? And that is what we want in your bio. And so removing the fluff, getting more strategic so you do stand out. If you're sitting here feeling a little frustrated, but also feeling like, okay, an aha moment, Maddie, I think I'm posting outdated content. That's probably why. I'm not seeing the results that I want and like you speak on this brand identity and ideal customer and differentiator thing like I don't I don't really know I might have one of those but not all of them this is where my product to profit comes in I'm just going to uh, let me just toot my own horn shameless little plug here we start May 22nd as long as I still have spots available when this podcast goes out If you are looking to get two natural, consistent sales, dreamy community engagement, top-tier, industry-leading community engagement, and really create content that magnetizes, that attracts. Like, people come to it and they're like, all right, I love this. If you're ready to make a change, you have listened to this episode, you're like, Maddie, you called me out, I get it, um, but what do I do now? That is what I teach inside of Product to Profit. Like I said, week one, we will nail down your differentiator, your benefit statement, your ideal customer, and your get started on your brand identity. Week two, we talk a little bit more about brand identity. But by the first two weeks, you will have all of the foundations that you really need in order to develop a brand that stands out, that literally calls in your people that adore your brand and then we can start creating this new style of content that calls in has a longer lifespan really magnetizes people as well as sells better if you are if you can say you like consistently post more than two of this style of content honestly if one of these pieces of content is your main style of content right now if two of them is your main style of content right now, or if like you're like, Maddie, you just listed off my entire social strategy, let's make a change, girlfriend. Let's develop a brand identity for you and let's start creating content that that speaks to people. Start creating content. And honestly, once we have those foundations, it allows you to create content so much more confidently. And it's because you know what you're doing and you know that it's working and it's so much fun. It's so much fun knowing, okay, I'm going to strategically make this post, put it out there, and somebody is going to see it and buy. That is what we're looking to get you to. The whole promise within this program, or the whole goal, I guess, is to get you to consistent natural sales. You will have all of the strategy that you need to get you to natural consistent sales in three months. So if you're ready to go all in, you've listened to my podcast, you love everything I I, I put out there, you feel super aligned to my style, you feel that nudge to make a difference. This is such a great time because especially if you're listening to this in like early summer, you're growing. It's three months long. It's my three month custom business growth program. Three months long sets you up for the quick uptake in sales in the fall and the winter. It's the perfect time to really start growing to maximize your return on your investment because the fall and the winter are a lot of times for a lot of businesses the most uh, bu- the busiest season because people love a good fall fall shopping because they just are finishing they're settling on in after their summer and then we got the holidays right there. It's the perfect time to do it if you're ready to go all in, ready to master your sales. 
where will you be in three months? In three months from now, will you be still frustrated, still stuck where you're at, or will you have a full strategy to know exactly what results you're getting every time you post? That is the goal inside of Product to Profit. We have one-on-one coaching calls. We have private messaging. There is an incredible group of women inside of this program also working there that you guys become like family. If this is speaking to you, send me a DM on Instagram at this is Madison Page, and we can chat. We can make sure that there are still spots available for you. And let's get you creating some content, girlfriend, that is like snappy, high-end, luxury. People are loving on it. And it doesn't even have to be luxury. Like when I say that, I mean like stand out. I mean that people find you and they are immediately like, okay, yes, just found my brand new favorite store. That's what we're looking for. That's what my clients have. That's the level of success that I'm looking to get you to as well. If you're looking to get to consistent sales, come hang out with me on Instagram at this is Madison Page. Send me a DM. We start this round of PTP on May 22nd. If you're listening to this beforehand, send me a DM. We might still have spots available at the time recording. I do have, um, I believe, six spots available left. So head on over to my Instagram DMs. I would love to just give you the details, give you some more information, and I'm here for you when you're ready. I'm so excited. Let me know if you have any questions on this. I hope that this was helpful, even if you are not interested in PTP, to understand that if you're posting this style of content, we need to make some changes. And that's probably the root of your problem. It probably is the root of your problem. Now, this doesn't mean like, okay, Maddie, you just gave me all of the strategy, all of the things I can't do. Um, I'm just going to do everything else. No, no, no. We need to put some strategy behind it. And if you don't, we need to add some foundations to really make that strong. So, Let me know if you have absolutely any questions. Come on over and meet me in my DMs on Instagram at this is Madison Page. If you're ready to go all in on your business, get to consistent sales and have the most beautiful, obsessed, industry leading online community within your industry, send me a DM. We're doing that in three months. All right. That means by August, you will have consistent sales and at least all of the strategies to get you there. You will see that increase in sales. You will have a full new toolbox of strategies. So head on over there. I can't wait to chat with you in the DMs on Instagram at this is Madison Page. I hope that this was helpful for you and I will chat with you really soon.